Girls Week number two at decaf. Uh, Stephanie, I'm so glad that we keep getting to do this. I wish that Mark would stay on his honeymoon forever. Yeah, we're just going to take over from now on. We can we can change the name. Yeah, just like Girl Talk with Taylor and Stephanie, but also like Smart Girl Talk. <laughs> smart girls exactly. that, that know what they're doing, Girl Talk. Uh, I love that. Um, Stephanie and I got super riled up this week over something that's happening in Nashville. And I... For, for probably the same reason, but Stephanie more so one reason than the other, there are these, if you live in Nashville, if you visited Nashville, they're also popular in Asheville, North Carolina and places like that. There are these vehicles. They're usually pulled by trucks or tractors or something like that. And they have a name. What is their name, Stephanie? Transportainment. Yes. Now, Nashville people, the, Nashville's first problem is that they call them transpotainment. And yes, that, we sound hillbillies. I heard this on the radio the other morning and they made such a good point. They were like, why are people dropping the R when they're talking? It's the combination of transport and entertainment to transportainment, not transpotainment. <laughs> why would you drop the R? Why? Wow. like a bunch of hillbillies, but they're so, doing it like the press and stuff too. Yes. It doesn't make any sense at all. And so when we were asked this week about the regulations or the potential like ban that everyone's talking about on these transportainment vehicles in Nashville, I made sure that the R was in the word when I sent our statement to the media. But let's talk about like what's going on here because well, you need to say like, what are they? There are these yes. like wagons or buses or trailers yeah they bachelorette like, parties book them like you they're can like open air them. party buses and some bu- yeah. open air party buses yeah and so people hate them and i hate them i think they're awful they're yeah. a nuisance however i do not think that the government's job is to ban them because like think about all the money that Nashville is making off the people who want to come here and ride around in the back of a trailer and listen to loud music and get drunk it's a lot of tourism money I hate them like if there's one thing that I could get behind banning it would be these yes Um, unfortunately though like philosophically I can't be okay with (laughs) banning something just because I don't like it right Um, I, I think that you know, they're a legitimate business. And if they want to operate um, within some guardrails, maybe some guardrails would be good um, to make sure like they're not blocking traffic or that they're safe. um, So people aren't like falling off and getting run over like that actually happened. Um, And that maybe some of the alcohol laws are being followed um, appropriately on those. But as far as like, saying that an industry can't exist. I can't get on board with that, even though they annoy the crap out of me. They do. They are so annoying. They are so loud. There was one the other day I was, I was driving through Midtown and I thought it was an actual fire truck, um, that I needed to stop for. And like, it had actually stopped traffic because people thought it was a real fire truck. And they get like, they pull up more to the corner and I can see like girls in the back, like dancing on, you know, all that. Okay, and I was like, so okay, now I'm very angry. Cause this is, looks like a fire truck. And maybe it's, a rule that they cannot use emergency response vehicles. <laughs> yeah, maybe that would be, the, maybe that's within the guardrails, but I agree that like, you know, maybe some of them have gotten a little bit out of control, but they shouldn't be banned. 
No, one of my friends actually said that the hot tub, like the like the baby pool bus, the one that has the hot tub in the back, is going to cause a bigger um, health crisis than than COVID. And I said, natural selection, baby. If you There's so much it, COVID in that water. Oh my god, it's so everywhere. Gross. COVID it's, and probably other things. Like the best part about that one is that you can actually book it like for two people with strangers and so like you just buy a ticket to be on the hot tub transportainment vehicle and then imagine like putting on your swimsuit and and going to broadway and hip-hopping in the back of this truck to ride around in a in a pool of warm body water with strangers there's not enough chlorine in the world that would make that okay for me no, like I wouldn't even get in it if it was like bleach. Like, no, <laughs> no. It. that is awful. Ugh, that makes me want to vomit. So well, I have to get you a ticket for for your birthday. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving. I quit. This is my two week notice. I'll <laughs> we'll do a beacon transport transportainment. Transportainment. Um, yes, as the outreach person, y'all send me on a transportainment trip. I would, <laughs> I would quit. I would have to be out of here. Oh gosh. Speaking of my role at Beacon, uh, it was compromised a little bit this week because Facebook went down, and yeah. then we started finding out that there's just like. Facebook is like a dumpster fire right now. What? Okay. So I know that Justin and Kara explained it to you. I kind of read the text. What, what is going on? Like what has happened? I wanted the 30 second lowdown because I hadn't been following it. And all I kept seeing was like Facebook and hot water on the news. And I really wasn't paying much attention to it. Um, But apparently there are people that have, and now there's more than one person that's considered a whistleblower who's left and taken documents from the organization and turned them into the, um, I don't know if it's the SEC, the FEC, um, probably, but they, I'm not sure exactly what their end game is, but I don't agree with where they're going with it either, where they want like another government agency that just oversees these organizations, uh, which I don't think is the solution either. But also, you know, there is something to be said that like your company's a logarithm is based on how long somebody looks at something or interacts with a post. And so if I'm scrolling through Instagram and I'm a 12 year old and I look at a post and it's negative or causes body images or whatever, uh, body image issues, um, the more that I stare at that photo, it registers on their logarithm that that's the type of content that I want to interact with. And so the more I see of that same type of material, and that's the same for anybody that looks at social media. Um, You know, I thought it was interesting that like behind the scenes, when you look at those apps, they look at like how long you're viewing an image, which they keep track. It's like a little ticker. And so if you're looking, if you just think you're scrolling through your newsfeed, but when you stop on a picture and you don't even click on it, but you're just looking at it, they know how long you've stopped and looked at that picture or how long you've stopped and looked at that post, even without you clicking on that post. And so then they know, okay, well, Stephanie likes this content. So I'm going to push more of that content to you. And then before too long, the only things that you see on your newsfeed and these apps are very one note singular type of the same type of post over and over and over again. And that's how they target ads. And so for companies who sell products, that's great because they know that they're targeting exact people that they want to when they buy ad space on these apps. But for people using them, 
you know, it kind of makes your whole world on social media be really one note, one singular type of post that you see over and over again. Yeah. It's, it's manipulative and it. And like you said, like for young kids for like, you know, and we were, we're two girls. I think we can fairly say that we were once teenage girls that had body image issues that lasted a lot longer than they should have because of probably magazines. Like for me, it was magazines. And yeah. so, and, and that was harder to access because my mom wouldn't buy me magazines. This is like constantly in their face. And so that's why when people keep talking about these addictions to social media or these mental problems that are caused by social media, you know, there is something, there are pros and cons to the algorithms that Instagram has. It is addicting. I mean, I, when Instagram was down and Facebook was down, I was at work in meetings, but I found myself still knowing that it was down because I was mindlessly like you, you don't even realize that you do it. I know. Um, I was still paying attention to the meeting that I was in, but I, you just don't realize how often you look at that type of material in between things that are happening. Yes, Stephanie and I were in staff meeting. To me. We were in staff meeting in person and we kept both looking and being like, it's still down. Like it was wild how I, it didn't even register to me. Like I'm checked out of this meeting. I'm going to check Instagram. It was like, oh, I'm paying attention and I'm going to look at Instagram like I always do. It's so, right. so bad. It was definitely a eye-opening. <laughs> but on the other side of it, like, I don't think that having government regulate, over-regulate the industry is the right course either. Um, or creating a new federal agency. Like, that's the last thing that we need. On like that girl, like that girl that y'all watched on TV who said that yeah. people who work for the tech companies needed to do a tour of duty at an oversight board. And I was like, girl, yeah. do not be using military language to talk about social media. No, what really like, needs what? to happen is, yeah, what really needs to happen is parents need to know that this type of technology exists. We all need to recognize that this logarithm exists and that that's how we get the content and to maybe not um take it you know as the gospel that you know whatever you see on facebook is is 100 true or or what is actually going on in the world so i think it's going to be like anything else like it was with magazines and tv and other things and the internet when that came around um parents have to learn how to talk to their children about using these types of things and how to use them appropriately um and monitor how they use them and it's something that you know holt and i have talked about like we don't we don't use tablets or anything at home with our little one yet and we're trying to hold off as long as possible because um you know once they start using them it's very hard to to stop Absolutely. I totally agree. That's, that's how I, I, I find myself like I'm not even an adult, but the other day I'm not a fully baked adult. Like I'm kind of an adult, but I don't have kids. But the other day <laughs> I was at this little like barbecue restaurant and I saw one table of two kids sitting with their grandmother. The grandmother is eating like alone in silence. And both of the kids are on iPads with big headphones on playing. Then I looked at another table and the other kid was underneath the table with a bunch of straws, like building things. And I was like, there's one way that I want my kids to be. And one way that I do not want my kids to be. And I I will take a kid sitting under the table, playing with straws and making a huge mess over being zoned into an iPad and the adults are just sitting there like my just letting them I will not be like that 
Now I will tell you, Taylor, there are a lot of things that I said I would never do as a parent <laughs> that I have definitely a hundred percent done. Um, I definitely shown him like a YouTube video on yeah. my phone to stop from some kind of public meltdown. Yeah. Um, but no, but yeah, we, we, it's, it's hard because it's so it's easy to be yeah. like, or, you know, and I don't blame anybody for, for doing it because I'm oh. like, it's tempting. Um, but we just know that the way that Robert is like, he would be addicted to an iPad if we gave him one. And that's um, individual responsibility. You're not out here saying the government needs to mandate iPads because my kid's yeah. going to be addicted to an iPad. You're like, right. it's going to be addicted to an iPad. And that is my job to keep that from happening. Well, I think, I feel like eventually it's going to happen. So it's just my yeah. job to keep it from happening. Like as long as, possible. <laughs> as long as possible. <laughs> I like that outlook. Mind as not, a parent. not a defeated mindset, just a determined for, for a short yeah. time. As long as, now, as long all bets are off when you're flying on an airplane or you're yes. doing something that you need, yes. you got to do what you need to do to survive. But yes, um, on a daily basis, definitely yeah. try to, to keep that at a minimum. And it was totally interesting when you talk to the people who work or have worked for high up at Facebook and Instagram and these different social media, they all say like, do you let your children use them? And they all say no. And I think that tells you like, if they're not, because they know how they work, like if they're not willing to let their kids use them, then we should probably rethink that. Yeah, absolutely. Let's listen to the experts. Like the, I'm glad they've shelved or canned the uh, Instagram for young ones that they were talking about putting that out so even young children yes that it's is not what bad. we need count on them to try to make money I'm glad that they shelf that because that's not what we need mm-hmm. um one thing that I do keep up with that I do use Instagram and Facebook to keep up with a lot is my reality television I <laughs> my personal addictions are survivor and dancing with the stars yes Stephanie you're you're a survivor and you're a bachelor girl I, I stopped watching the bachelor a couple seasons ago because I just felt so defeated <laughs> I was like yeah these are the men that I'm, that are out there for me to choose from. I, I, I never want to leave my house. So like, if this is a, a cross section of the dating pool, then I'm not swimming in that pool. No, thank you. Um, but I think that really is the like, you know, cross section of what you have. To work. <laughs> I hope not. Cause if it is, then I am in trouble, but you watch However, I get watch what you bachelor yeah. in paradise though. I just like the trashy television every now and again. I mean, he does. That show is wild. Like that show is absolutely insane. It was a little over the top for me this season though, I will say. And I thought like, am I getting too old for this? Or is this just like (laughs) getting weirder and maybe not speed anymore? I don't know. I like thought I was being like mature or whatever. And I was like, I'm not going to watch it this year. And then I'm like addicted to reality, Steve and all the back <laughs> to like Instagram posts. So even though I'm not watching it, I know exactly what, happened. you know, what's oh, happening God. with all the people that are on it. Yeah. Yes. yeah I, yes. I have a problem. Like, I think I'm being cool and I'm really not. Have you watched survivor yet? I'm not caught up. I have not watched the season yet. Yeah. It's rare for me because I'm usually like on it. Um, I've watched every season of Survivor. I will probably start it soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe a couple episodes in just so that I can kind of catch up as I want to. I like usually wait until the merge and then I start watching so that I'm more like binging it. Yeah. Cause I, I love binging Survivor. It's like, I could, I, could- I wonder what kind of twist they're going to have. Cause they weren't on last year because of COVID. Right. So they missed the season. So it'll be interesting to see how this one kind of shapes up. This is the first season after the all winter season. So this is going to be really good. 
I was watching yeah. like some of the old ones before they had the immunity idols and the exile island and all that kind of stuff and I, I kind of missed the old the old way of doing it well, they made it harder so I think yeah. it's I think it's harder because you have to you have to play so many different ways in order to win at the end like you have to have all of both the strategic the um the personal like relationships yes. that you build with people and also the physical component of like winning challenges so that's why I like survivor because yeah. you have like in order to win that, you have to be good at so basically all three things. I but really, in some degree, or you have to like hitch yourself to somebody. Like if you're not good at physical challenges, you've got to align yourself with somebody who can help kind of push you through that. I, my dream is to go on Survivor. And I think I would play like Kim. You remember Kim for, who won One World when they were no. all on the same island together? Okay. It's like, it's like in the twenties of the seasons, but her name is Kim, Kim Wolf. And she yeah. won Survivor One World. And the way that she played was so strategic, but she was like ready, like she was a physical, she dominated physically. But what she did that was so duplicitous and I loved it was that she made alliances with three different groups and then just started chopping them off one by one. And so when it got to the end, everyone was like, we hate you, but we respect you. And it was almost a unanimous vote. Love it. So, oh, I do, I do be loving that. So Survivor, Bachelor in Paradise, do you have any others that you've been watching? As far as reality, I mean, I've been watching a lot of TV just because yeah. <laughs> I have having two babies. old at home and a one and a half year old. So we've been kind of like crazy right now, but, um, but no, I, I haven't been watching anything else recently. Okay. I'm a Dancing with the Stars girl. And one of these days I'm going to get you into that. I did watch Hannah Brown's season of Dancing yes. with the Stars. I do love her. Alpha Kai till we die. Um, <laughs> my last question is, and Stephanie doesn't know this is coming. Music festivals are coming back. They've started back again. If you could pick your perfect music festival lineup, give me like seven artists who seven. are five. Okay. You can give me five. You can give me five. <laughs> give me five artists that would make the perfect music festival for you. Well, I am not ashamed to admit it, but I've been to my fair share of honorees. Um, I love so it. So in college, I had, I mean, I've seen a lot of, of different live music um, yes. bands and in the music festival, because it's different than like going sure. to like a concert, right? Like you're very not, yeah. it's a very specific type of artist. Um, but somebody that I haven't seen in a really long time that I would, I would love to see, which is going to make me seem very old, um, is either Radiohead or Dave Matthews. So yes. that's kind of my old school um who awesome. that would be, yeah live. that would be awesome I think I would, my my ideal headliners would be Blink-182 and Dua Lipa okay. I would I'm I am a big Dua Lipa girl these days she is like my jam I would <laughs> definitely get down get down to that if I could go to a music festival and both of them were there Justin has no idea who we're talking about right now yeah he would know Dave Matthews, but Justin would be like, uh, fish. Like he would have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> He'd be like, what is a Dua Lipa? I swear to you <laughs> after this show, he's going to text us and say, what is a Dua Lipa? Yeah. He also wants me to order Beacon Crocs, which, you know, um, for, for the audience, he wants me to order Beacon Crocs for everyone. Hey, Crocs for anybody. Nobody yeah. should ever wear Crocs. There's no, this is, ever. this is a hill that Stephanie and I are, are willing to die on is that, if Beacon becomes the organization of Crocs, 
we're, we're out. We're not here for, we, we can't be here anymore. <laughs> we can't be here. See you later. We, we bet ourselves off the island. Yes. Yeah. We'll take it. The tribe is spoken. <laughs> we are the tribe and we are getting ourselves out. <laughs> I cannot handle it. Stephanie, I'm really glad we got to do this again. Mark will be back next week, but uh, I mean, we are the best duo. So yeah. I'm sorry guys. Hear about Mark's adventures, but I'm also happy to uh, be doing this with you for two weeks. So yes, it was so fun. Next week, I will quiz Mark on wedding, honeymoon, and all that kind of stuff, and see what his what maybe he tried some new foods. You know, he's not big on trying new foods, so maybe he tried something funny while he was in the Caribbean. We'll I see. hope he dialed back the caffeine a little bit and tried some interesting food. He tried something, any something. anything that's outside the realm of like meat, which is what he usually all he usually eats. <laughs> Stephanie, great to have you. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.